Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a brand new podcast brought to you by hosts Lindsay Feng and Annabelle Cohen. Enjoy. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi, our two listeners, Lizzie. And shout out to Lizzie, by the way. We love you. Lizzie Lizzie sent me a screenshot of her listening to our podcast. Send your screenshots of you listening to our podcast for a shout out. Um, But yeah, Lizzie, love you. Would love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, Welcome to the Two Girls, One Film podcast um we're a little bit late this week but it's chill it's chill we need to take our time we my hands are kind of full at the moment as well with school and everything i don't have an october break but this week we watched um three colors blue which is like part of a trilogy but before that like how was your week i want to hear about your week my week um I have just gone on half term and it's going to last for about two weeks. So I'm happy about that. But I'm actually, oddly enough, I didn't want to leave school because like I'm so, I'm going to be so lonely for these next two weeks and I'm going to have like nothing to do. (laughs) I'm in the countryside. I'm just going to be going on walks, studying, but not studying. Studying. Stop. Okay. But the countryside is like nice. For once in a while, I guess. I don't really like the countryside that much. But if I'm, like, there for a short while, it's, like, cleansing, you know? Yeah, but it's just bland. And it's, like... Find your zen. Get your zen on. The food is not up to par. <laughs> it's, like, very... English. Okay, you know what? I can kind of relate. Because at my boarding school, literally have not been there mm. in a bit. Like, I... I honestly forget what I did there. It feels like a fever dream. Part of me hates it. Part of me loves it. But the food there is so, so awful. Like, can I just say... Like, you know, yeah, when know. I'm there for, like, a long period of time, I my taste, like, I'm okay with it. Because I've had so much, like, mediocre food. I'm like, okay, burger day again? Like, okay, I'll, I'll eat it. But it's like I come back here... And I'm just eating, I am eating good. I'm eating good every day. Mm. My parents, both of them, are good cooks. Um, there's so many restaurants everywhere. They're pretty much all open. And when, I, when I'm when i at my school, all they feed us are literal, like, cheeseburgers. Um, really mm. bad Chinese food sometimes. And... Oh, like, like a certain you know, day. Like, oh, it's Asian yeah, day. Like, fries. <laughs> it's Asian lunch day. Tater tots. Like, I, I like tater tots, but literally, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like they're trying to kill me. So. I always look at my plate and be like, oh, today I am having five different shades of brown. No green. Just all, See, like, five, you know what? Like, potato, meat, sometimes some, like, mm. I don't know, parsnips. <laughs> Facts. See, boarding school life is just universally bad, like, food-wise. <sighs> mm. Yep, that's just the way it is. But oh my gosh, I have Bro. I have a topic for this. Did I? Do you want to say something what? real quick? Or no, I just wanted. To, I was just thinking about Hangzhou, and it's actually pretty. It good. was Loki kind of good, and they would have like good fruits. We too. were in China, yeah. So. It was kind of dope. But I was. I've been waiting to tell you about my raccoon dream. I had. One, I had one last night. It was oh my insane. God, <laughs> you did freeze. Are you good? Are you good? Having technical difficulties, um, listeners. Okay, great. So, about my dream. I had a crazy dream last night. Like, some of it you're not going to get because I feel like you have to, like, be at my school to understand the context. But basically, I was at Uh this ice hockey game just by myself at... Um, our rival school and then it was just a lot and then I suddenly transported myself into this field and 
I'm with this girl from my history class that I don't really talk to, but she was just in my dream for some <laughs> reason. She was just there. And then, so, I was walking with her and some other, like, man through this field, and then we see a raccoon. And then we're like, oh my gosh, a raccoon. And then another raccoon comes up, and then they start fighting, and we're like, what do we do? And then, like, one of the raccoons killed the other raccoon. And then more came. More raccoons just started popping up. And keep in mind, the field that we're in is really beautiful. It's nice, idyllic, and suddenly... All these raccoons just pop up. And I swear to God, I remember what they look like. They were definitely raccoons. And it was just, it was overwhelming. I felt like I had to run. So I ran away. <laughs> we separated. And it was a lot. It was a lot. I have a dream every night. Was it? Like, I'm getting Alice Lindsay in Wonderland vibes. <laughs> kind of, to be honest. But it felt really realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I genuinely, I think I dream in color. Like, I think... I think <laughs> I saw that shit in color. I think this is the first time I've ever recalled seeing something in color in my dream. Because I know oh for a God. fact the grass is green and that raccoon was gray. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. If you had said I dream in Technicolor, that would have been better. But it's okay. But another day. Another day. <laughs> But see, that's just the life I'm living. I swear I dream in color. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Literally, though, Good. I swear, like, I'm going to have another one of these dreams tonight because I'm telling you, I dream every night. When I say every night, I'm being It's not night. lucid, though, is it? No, no, no. I never know I'm in a dream. And I, I never come to the realization. I, I just go with it. I'm like, oh, raccoon, bet. I'm going to run away now. Because this is a difficult situation for me right now. And it, it was just Wait. wild. It was a lot. Um, have you, like, seen that stuff about shifting? Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I want to do that. I'm, everyone's like, uh, there's this girl on TikTok I saw. She was like, I shifted, yeah, to, I I shifted to Hogwarts for eight months. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. And she was like bawling. She's like crying. And I was like, you know what? I'm skeptical of it. Like as much as I want to believe it, that shit. I think it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's completely fake. Yeah, it just doesn't seem real. Like I It's not real. You definitely have like mental issues, you know? <clears throat> like No, I think it's she just had a really good dream. Mm-hmm. She probably had like three like two mm-hmm. pills of melatonin. Oh my gosh. And just oh my went gosh, you're really... right. See, sometimes I have <clears throat> these fire dreams i've had these fire dreams from like childhood that like i remembered them as being real but like now thinking Mm. back to them that was not real life you know sometimes you just want to believe it you know one time i'm gonna go off about one more of my dreams and then we can get to the movie but literally i think one of my best dreams ever was like when i was in the shower once and it's this huge like oh you're frozen when you what I was in this, like... When you what? You're good now. I was in this huge, like, box and... uh, Box shower. (laughs) What a great dream, (laughs) Lindsay. It was, like... It was, like, a huge black shower. Um, And I didn't really see a door. It was just a shower. And then I turned around (laughs) and I see Mm. One Direction. (laughs) I see all of them. My god. Probably one of my best dreams, honestly. I mean, in the shower or what? Literally, I was was in the shower. They were, like, fully clothed, but I was just, like, in the shower. Uh, And they were, like, (laughs) they were standing there. I turned back and they were standing there. It was wild. It was insane. Nothing happened. They just stood there and we stared at each other. But, yep. <clears throat> okay, well, three colors blue. Um, I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna switch to my phone because okay. it turns out that the Wi-Fi like weakens every five. Oh minutes. no. <laughs> okay, well I'll entertain <laughs> every five minutes. I have to like redo oh, it. Oh no. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well I guess I'll entertain our audience while you're at it. Um, 
yeah what any stories of... to tell recently how have you how have you been being how have you been being oh, <laughs> i i've been being fantastic um you know what uh you know what i'm gonna be real right now because not everything in life is amazing you know sometimes literally like i feel like i'm just so stressed by all the work that i have like i feel like i have a Mm. unique ability to like i don't think i'm a super stressed person you know after rooming with lizzie and hong (laughs) joe lizzie you were wild I'm sure you're doing better now. I hope you're doing better. But literally, I think I think I'm just like I think I'm able to push away my emotions like even though I am stressed sometimes, like I can just not think about mm-hmm. it, which can be kind of bad cuz it means I'm putting stuff off. But like yeah, it's just a lot of work, really. Oh, okay, admitting you. And, but other than that, things are pretty great, I would say. Like, it's just calm, peaceful, all that. All that. All that. Sorry. <laughs> I love how I can see yeah. both of you. It's like two angles. It's like one of those interviews. Anyway, I'm going to switch. Hey, guys. Welcome to... I answered 23 questions about myself. Oh, my gosh. You should probably turn one of your mics off. Okay. I can yeah, I, will. I can hear myself. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. I also got There we go. One of these like chocolate things from Mr. Sims Sweet Shop. Um, it's what is it? White chocolate coated with butter fudge. Oh, I ate so many of them yesterday. I told myself I was gonna eat it slowly, but it's not the way. Why for? Strumming my pain with his fingers, mm-hmm. eating it slowly. Turn it up. I love that. Yeah. Our audience is killing me softly. Who is this guy? Yeah. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Okay, let's go. Anyway, so this week we watched Mm -hmm. a film called Three Colors Blue by Christoph. I don't want to butcher the name. Kislowski. That was actually kind of good. See, I think it's how I would pronounce it is Krizistov Kislowski. Kislowski. Yeah, Kla- Kislowski. <laughs> Chris is, Chris is, but yes, I've never Chris heard of him. I've never heard of him. My good friend Krizistov. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't hear about him. Sorry, no. Mm-hmm. I never heard of him See, before. I've either. never heard of But I have heard of the trilogy. He gave it to me and I was like, what? But then I searched it up on Letterboxd, and turns out it was, mm. like, actually a fair amount of people who have mm-hmm. watched it. But the thing is, I just never heard of it. And, but you know what, though? Just, like, as yeah. a general overview, it was definitely better than I expected. Because I, I don't think I expected that much out of it, but I ended up mm. really liking it. But do you want to, do you want to give the synopsis? Mm. Me too. I'll do a little synopsis. So, the main character of the film is called Julie, and she is a woman who um, we see at the beginning of the movie. She has a um, husband and a little daughter, and they die mm-hmm. in a car accident, which she she survives and overcome with grief and haunted by like her husband's. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband is a composer. Um, so she wants to get away from everything that she remembers about them too. So she moves out of the decadent country uh, side house to Paris. She like sells everything. She um, disposes of all his um, mm, music. Like what are those called? Sheet music. Yeah. And then 
and then she like goes to Paris but keeps this blue mo- mm. mobile 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 that was in her daughter's room and she sort of it's just the story about her road to recovery and um just how one one person who has experienced extreme grief and trauma manages to mm-hmm. sort of I love that synopsis. like that was, slink back into that was ordinary actually very life. beautiful in I guess first Thanks. thought like I thought it was Thanks. interesting that the theme was the color blue <laughs> like I'm curious to see yeah um I feel like after I've watched this I kind of need to go watch the other two I'm curious to see how the different colors kind of play out in the different movies because mm. Oh, if our viewers, I mean listeners, don't know, it's mm-hmm. three colors: blue, three colors; red, three mm-hmm. colors; white. Yeah. But I don't think that's and in the right order. I think I yeah. liked. I liked the shots again a lot more than I thought I would, because. I it's kind of hard to remember specifically, mm. but I like the ones of her in the hospital with, with the pills. Mm. I like the ones... You know what? I just oh, yeah. like um, movies that are shot on film. Because they just they just look better to me, to be honest. To be... <laughs> mm. Was this shot on film? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do any research. And it was like from... It was from like, what? <laughs> 1993? <laughs> I'm assuming it's film. It definitely gave gave off those colors. And the ones of her in the pool, like, I feel like definitely the ones of her in the pool Mm. were grounding shots throughout the movie because they were sort of recurring. It was like a little bit of a check-in on her. Yeah, but like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it's like the only place where she can find some sort of solace. She is, she is completely, in, in what's mm-hmm. the word? She's completely eaten by blue. She's in this mm-hmm. pool of water, mm-hmm. when people think like water is pure and like calm, and like it's like her mm-hmm. only way of yeah sort of reconnecting with her past self. I think that was that was wild. That was a wild oh analysis. But yeah, yeah, I totally agree. When I guess that solace you were talking about got interrupted in one of the shots when, like, all the children jumped in, and it was just like, a- oh my god, then, then, yeah. Mm. Oh yes, yes, no, yes. I also want to say the the, the, music. the recurring, the music was fantastic. That recurring, oh my god, I that forget music. the exact tune, but there's this recurring tune that kind of plays so good. in between the movie. And it's like, I don't know, just hits at the right time. I think music, it doesn't always have to sound like this beautiful, amazing thing. It just has to come in at the right moments. Because I feel like sometimes people either overdo it or underdo it. And it's like, you know, it has to be the right amount. And I think this film did a fantastic job with that. Yeah, and the thing is that it's... Because her husband, mm-hmm. her deceased husband, is um, a composer. The use of the mm-hmm. of music, like the non-diegetic music, is like um, not only like is it very effective, mm-hmm. like yeah. evoking emotions, but it also completely links to like the story because it's like her like the ghost of her husband haunting her or like her past memories of like him. And it's very effective in sort of drawing out not only like the um what's the performance mm. of <laughs> Juliette Binoche <laughs> but also it just like really highlights all of the aspects of the movie and playing the music. Can you hear it? literally I don't know <laughs> 
it just like <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I have a weak point for movies that do good with soundtracks and this movie did a great job with it and I especially loved that one mm-hmm. scene when I forget whose finger I think it was um Julie's um Julie's finger it was going across the sheet and yeah the musical notes and then the music was just, oh, just started I mean, playing and I was yeah, like kind of shocked yeah. by that because I didn't I've never seen that before and it was just so was like so intertwined sick. and it felt really yeah music was so intertwined not only just mm. with the shots themselves but with like the actual meaning of the film and just you know the background story of it all which was nice and mm-hmm yeah, and a similar scene, uh, a, a similar scene to what you were talking about is the end when she and Olivia mm-hmm. are um, like trying to finish the music that he like didn't finish, and like she's like, oh, remove the trumpets and like um, make it flutes and a piano, and every time you yeah. hear the um, yeah, you're so like, right. You hear the edited version of the music. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. so playful and like also debated. like delicate. It's just like something I've never seen before. Yeah. I think um I don't know. It's it's mm. it's just a nice way to sort of change it up a little bit and I really appreciate with what the composer and the director did to like work yeah. together to kind of um build excitement in all of these scenes. But yeah, and like in addition to all of this, like this is such like in of a movie that's full of emotion and a movie that's kind of really intertwined in like relationships mm-hmm. and just subtle moments in these relationships cuz I think I feel like it always takes me a while yeah. to realize things in a movie cuz I'm always trying to figure things out. And you know, I think the the relationships in this film were super interesting to me. I especially was curious about the dynamic between Julie and I forget the name of the stripper her the stripper slash escort friend. Yeah. Sandrine. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, got it. I think her name's so Sandrine. They meet. They cross paths when yeah. she gets her apartment. Oh, I don't know actually. Lucille. Okay, got it. Oh no, Basically, sorry. Her name her name is Lucille. When they when Julie gets her new apartment. I I'm on it's probably Paris. Like I can't really think of anyone yeah. else, but yeah. Paris um and yeah, she's settling probably. in. And <laughs> I think it might have been her first night. So it's nighttime and she hears some yelling outside and it's like these guys fighting. And then um, I think this this group of guys is ganging up on this one guy who's trying to run away. And the guy, if you listen through, she's just listening, you know, outside to like the noises following around. And the noise kind of carries into her building and she's like, oh, like, what do I do? I'm she's kind of conflicted a little bit she doesn't I, I she's a little bit scared probably a little bit confused and yeah she hears a noise outside her door and then it it leaves I don't know what happened to the guys but they leave um and when they leave she opens the door because the coast is clear and then she looks, and then she sees... See, this is the part that kind of confused me a little bit. Yeah. Because she sees her neighbor. And she sees her neighbor, who is a mm. man, and her neighbor's wife yeah. walk into their apartment. And then they make eye contact. And then the door closes, and the other door opens on its left. And that's when Lucille comes out. And then they make eye contact. And then I don't, at this point, I don't know who she is. But then you later figure out she's like a sex worker, escort, whatever. But I, Mm. yeah, I was a little bit confused because I'm like, A, where exactly is she coming from? B, why are they entering the house while she's leaving? 
is she just living there? Yeah, I think I think they're just things that I need to like yeah, no. check into more. I don't know, maybe there's something I'm missing. But that's the start of their whole relationship. And then becomes like one of the most interesting dynamics within this whole, whole film because she kind of finds someone for the first time where she's able to connect. I agree. Someone who she's able to connect to, you know, after her grief. Because after, mm. after losing her husband and her son, she's, she feels disconnected to every, her daughter. She feels disconnected to Don't everyone say. she knew in her previous life. She's like... Oh, I need to forget all of this, and yeah. I, you know, I don't want to think about these people anymore. That was my past life. It, what's gone is gone, and she's just mm-hmm. kind of stuck in this one spot of like blue sadness and like yeah, blah, <laughs> yep. And mm. she meets yeah. Lucille and. They kind of build this trust within each other, cause this trust begins when yeah um, I don't know the landlord of the building yeah she comes in and yeah, she has this petition for yeah. everyone in the building to sign to get rid of Lucille the sex worker and <laughs> Julie's like I'm not gonna sign this that's not my business and she was and Lucille came back to thank her with flowers and that's how their relationship began and you know lucille asks some questions julie answers her and it feels mm-hmm. like it, de- it definitely feels below surface level because um, lucille is obviously grateful for her help and it's just yeah it's very refreshing to see like a supportive female friendship like that especially after julie has been affected with so much grief and like i think her it seems like she's sort of a removed Mm -hmm. character maybe that's just because of her what she's gone through but she doesn't seem like she's very expressive like i i saw something that there was Mm -hmm. like she only speaks like a few words every time she's on the screen like she she sort of mm-hmm. stays as a character who's very reserved and maybe that also is the same when she's with friendships and maybe um Lucille's importance in this film is like more than we had imagined because not only is she sort of helping Julie to come out of her shell but she's also exposing her to like a different like way of living because she's been sort of trapped with like I don't know if trapped but she's mm-hmm. been like not exposed to everything else with her family and Julie mm-hmm. like takes her out asks her to like come see her oh in times yeah. of peril like in the middle of the night I I love that though yeah that was so right I've um, lost my train of thought so on the spot um mm. yeah I think I don't remember like a lot of specific parts or like moments that they had with each other, but I think I think it's just the atmosphere that um, their their shots with each other kind of had. Definitely. Um... Mm. Oh, there was one scene that like um, yes, yes, when you're right, Julie was that was the one when the little really girls cute. jumped yeah. in after. Yeah. Yeah, and. I, I feel yeah. like I saw her kind of a bit in the yeah. middle, and then she kind of disappeared. So I'm, yeah, I'm like, where where did she go? No, she did but disappear, But I think she yeah. also had, like, issues like, in between. I forget what it is exactly. That was a really oh, messed yeah. up with that yeah. thing about her father. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, it's I just didn't like, want to say. <laughs> It it's mad dark, like all of this. It was, it, it was a very it's a heavy movie. It's not yeah. it, like there are definitely small moments where you're like, oh yeah. Oh my god, can I just say 
the 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 movie poster why was it like mysterious sexy it's not okay it was not like i was that was like the uh, idea that i was here's, going in with here's when I was my watching argument it. I was, like, for that sorry what like, not to say i agree this is like but you know but definitely is mysterious because as i'm watching yeah. i'm like hello like i i need to know more where's the context yeah it's mysterious and, but the sexy part i think some people are just yeah. into like the Julie, what's his name? Um, and Olivier relationship. Because they Olivier. have some, have some steamy moments, maybe. Mm. Like but that's, like, so minor. And that was it. I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. You want, I, I, like, <laughs> I like their thought behind it, though. You know, it's a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Olivier. Yeah, sure. That's true. Yo. Oh my god. Yeah. No. I, I just wanted to say one thing Stop. before you move on to Olivia. I don't know. Stop. Why are you coming for a haircut? So much. You know what? Wheelie, Wheelie has the same haircut. I don't know what you're just going like, on. It was so annoying. <laughs> you know what? No, Wheelie totally has much right. nicer Wheelie, fringe. I Her did fringe not mean to compare you to up, Julie dude. just now. I think your it's... hair is amazing. <laughs> but I agree. I agree. I don't yeah. like. I don't like the little little Genuinely. bob. You know, I don't like bobs that are like. <laughs> it was the fr- the fringe was so bad. It was like so. It was like a a, a sort of like a comb yeah. that is oh, like wow. losing that was, its, all of its that was an prongs. Insane analogy right there. Kind of. Honestly, I don't think it bothered me that much because I was like, you know what? This is Thank probably you. it's true though. Maybe this is just what people were into at that time. I just kept know, looking at it. <laughs> maybe this was the style. Maybe this was in. You know? Yeah. People. You know what? I agree. I agree. I'm looking at pictures right now. I'm. You know? Mm. It's a little bit. It's a little bit messy. She needs a little bit of work. <laughs> the thing is, she just kind of looks miserable throughout so this whole film. So it, I know. Okay, we're fine. I know, but it like adds to her. Yeah, haircut, I know, and that's the point. I'm like, wow, it's a lot. I know it's true. It's true. You know what? You're right. It the haircut You're right. makes sense. I don't sense think I can see her with anything. With her else. state of mind. Yes, Olivier. Uh huh. No, I looked at Olivier. some pictures of her. Okay, 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 okay. So Olivier, Olivier um, is the man that. Well. <sighs> is secretly in love with her um was secretly in love with her before her husband died yeah and then after her husband dies she asks him to come over and mm-hmm. she's like trying to get over her grief i guess so you know intimacy is maybe her solution to that but also mm-hmm. she doesn't feel anything to for him so she's just using him in that situation and she's using mm-hmm. his effect his affection for her just for her own like temporary gratification and it's like you can see how into her he is and how like yeah. in love with her and like infatuated with the idea of her um he is but she's just like so cold in the beginning she's like you can tell she like mm-hmm. she wants she wants to do it she wants to do it, but only once, and it's only for her, like, satis- just, like, temporary satisfaction. And then after it's done, she's like, mm, leave, bye, bye. Mm. And Olivier's like, what? What? You know bye. what? I don't like <laughs> Olivier either. Like, literally, yeah. your, your co-worker <laughs> slash best friend literally just died. And you're, like, coming to fuck her fuck is why like i don't know like, also hey something that kind of threw me hey off lady. is olivier kind of looked like arthur weasley from the harry potter movies oh, oh i don't actually up. know what arthur weasley Hold looked like up. have you never watched the harry potter movies arthur weasley yeah, I have, but I just don't like dad. know what Arthur Weasley looks like. Is he just? Oh, uh, you know what? You know what? I, I was uh, a little bit off. That's a bit. <laughs> I was a little bit off. 
But that's what was kind of going. <laughs> that's what was kind of going off in my head. You're way off. <laughs> it's chill. Yo, way it's off, chill. love. Yeah. Um. So basically, that's a whole weird situation. Oh, you know what he does look like? He looks like um, oh. someone, a teacher who used to teach at my pic. school. I'll send you a picture right now. So it, like, oh it, was, God, just, it was really horrible That's to so watch. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, I thought Olivier Yeah. Um, um, I, I thought it was really unsettling. Was really it was just like, like, like neither of them like, are doing good things in this relationship. Yeah. Like, and she's at the end. Their relationship progresses, by the way, because Arthur, not Arthur, <laughs> Olivier, <laughs> Olivier is like pursuing her still. <laughs> um, and then when they get to get together to kind of yeah. work on her husband's music. She's like telling Arthur what to do. <laughs> telling what Olivier. the hell is he? Olivier, you know. Oh my gosh, I'm looking right now. Also, look at what I sent you on WhatsApp. Olivier, what to do? And it's like, oh while. God. Stop. They look like a functioning couple. Stop. Wait, sorry, That's I don't know what I'm like saying. Him. What the heck? Doesn't he look like him? What the heck? Oh my gosh. I, w- I would have <laughs> just skipped that part if I were you. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Oh my gosh. You're s- you are so right. <laughs> the way he's smiling, too. Oh my gosh. I'm like overwhelmed now. I can't believe I, know, I, can't I believe know. you have to go through that experience. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Don't worry. I I, I got I yes, am a survivor. Um, Olivier, Julie, they're collaborating on her late husband's music piece. They kind of have to get it finished because it's like, yeah. you know, it's his final work. They want to. I guess, honor his memory. Like, Julie previously does not want to do so. She wants to forget everything about him. But, like, throughout the film, we kind of get these different stages of grief where she's like, oh, I want to die. Like, it starts from, like, extreme sadness. Like, I want to die. And then it goes into, like, the stage of kind of apathy where she's like, oh, the world did this to me. I am so, like, like, what do I do? Like, and she kind of becomes a recluse she doesn't want to talk to anyone she's so emotionless Mm. she hates everything she's just in her apartment she's kind of going through an angsty phase and then later she kind of smooths smooths down a little bit because she meets lucille and lucille kind of brings out her tenderness a little bit throughout their relationship Mm. and then now she's sort of realizing like oh like Olivier is not bad like should I entertain this or not and she's kind of opening up to the idea of like embracing her husband now you know just like I said honoring his memory so they're working together and there definitely is Mm -hmm. a little bit of tension yeah you know because you don't know what's going to happen between the two of them you're not sure exactly where both of them stand And, you know, at first, um, Olivier definitely, you know, you know his, you know his intentions with her. He loves her. Um, Julie, maybe not so much, but then he, at the end, he kind of gives her an ultimatum. She's like, he's like, oh, um, you, we're not going to write this together anymore. Um, cause you don't love me, essentially. Yeah, it needs to be either me or you. It needs to be. And yeah. so that's when she has this sort of reflection on ev- yeah. on everything. And uh, I don't know. I'm still not sh- I It's kind of hard to tell, like, exactly her thoughts. 
It's an interesting, like, I would say the ending is quite, um, Mm -hmm. it's quite ambiguous. Like, the whole movie is very, it's a very slow, but not, like, disengaging movie. Like, you will watch it, but, like, at the same time, the themes and the plot move slowly. And, oh my gosh... The, um, and oh my gosh, <laughs> um, mm. something that I want to talk about is the amount of fade to blacks they use, mm-hmm. which you know really what? slow kind of down and hinder the pace. Because I was like, it's like, yeah, I was like, excuse me, what? Because the mm. logical next step you think when a fade to black is a completely different scene, but with with Kislowski, hope I got it right. Um, it's Fade to black, and then same scene. So it's like, it's weird for the viewer because we naturally assume it's going to be something else. But at the same time, it could be like Definitely. a little Definitely. pause of introspection for yeah. like Julie. Like these introspective moments in between, like we talked mm. about the pool. She has a lot of moments to herself. And it's like, we're just watching her throughout all of them. And she doesn't say a lot, but she says a lot through her... Lack of expressions, I would say. Honestly. Her it movements. Was, it, it was kind of miserable, <laughs> you know? Like, you knew it was miserable. Yeah, that's true. With, it just seemed kind of lifeless, <laughs> you know? The whole, like, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, for sure. And the blue also just makes her look like for a sure. ghost. Oh, hold up. Completely forgot about the mistress, guys. So here's a little bit of a plot twist. Um, um, spoilers, spoilers oh God, ahead. Yeah. You know, if you haven't watched this or if you're planning to watch it soon, I guess don't listen. If you don't care, keep listening. But basically, her husband has a mistress. Had had a mistress, and the mistress yeah. is pregnant. Yeah, for a long time, and she didn't know that for a she long time. She was in love with her husband. A lengthy mistress. You know, she's so, no. so saddened by his death. And then, you know, I forget which stage of her grief this was in exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. This yeah, is like near the she's, end. It's like half an hour left. She handles film, it really so empathetically. Like she finds out. She goes to meet her. And obviously, like, she's not happy about it. Like, no one would be happy about it to, like, find out someone they've trusted for such a long period of time and they're even now Mm. mourning has, like, broken their trust previously. And Mm. it's, like, insane because you have no way of communicating with that dead person about it or ever knowing, like, their intentions, how they felt, actually, with their relationship. So it's just a lot of feelings that I'm sure she was feeling. Mm-hmm. But she, at this point, she's a little bit better. You know, she's at that good part where she's like a little bit more sure of herself as yeah. a woman without her husband and her children, her boy, her girl, her girl. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll remember next time. <laughs> But yes, she's she's gained her they, them. identity oh, no, that's in individualism, mm-hmm. if you yeah. will, um, beyond her husband. And she's establishing that through her music, which she's kind of thinking about in her head. And she's like, oh, I need to make these changes here, these changes there. And she's like a very good mm-hmm. composer. So that's her passion. That's what she wants to do. She wanted to stop after her husband's death. But now she's opening back to that idea, which is... A start. And then she meets the mistress. I forget her name. Again, we'll just call her the mistress. And mm. so it turns out she's pregnant. I don't know her and name. And they have this whole conversation. Mm. Yep. With, yes. With, yeah, with. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. He, his child. Which is so, like. Facts. I thought this movie had reached, like, all, reached all the plot points that it needed to. And like I thought it was like just gonna be her and Olivier mm-hmm. like mending yeah. whatever relationship they, <laughs> they have. They just threw and then that it at was us. Like, okay, and for time what? For a I was like, I was like, you know oh what? I enjoyed Jesus. it. I like that plot twist, but I yeah. really I felt like I was fulfilled. 
before that. I was, like, into the plot. I was, like... Because the thing is, they built no mm-hmm. um, character development for the family. Like, it was... Okay, I'm not gonna lie. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was kind of hard mm-hmm. for me to sympathize with her because I did not understand the d- relationship dynamic. I didn't know what their family was like. They could have mm-hmm. had, like, a really, mm-hmm. like... Um, bad relationship but you just don't know but mm-hmm. okay they did say that like julie was the only one who understood him like in the like that program that she saw lucille's when she was at, um, lucille's um show yeah but like it was like i felt that it could have used while while the car crash was like jarring and like very Effective. <laughs> I think it could have used some. You could do oh, better than so annoying me. Oh my god, they could have developed the character a bit more. No, I just. <laughs> yeah. No, I just personally, like, I was like, I don't really know. I have never seen Julie in, in, mm-hmm. in any other circumstance than her being by herself, mm-hmm. so I don't understand yeah. the depth of her grief. Really? I agree. You know what? Now that you bring it up, guess, I think when I was watching like, the film, I was just so engulfed mm-hmm. in like the emotions they were giving at the moment that I never really gave any thought to like. Yeah, they didn't really talk about her husband a whole lot. I guess it could have been enlightening if we knew a lot more about him. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was intentional to have this mystery. Maybe. Mm hmm. But I totally agree. I would have definitely been interested in knowing more about her relationship with her husband and how it's kind of played into current situations, Mm. like with her miss with his mistress. And basically, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, she has like this super empathetic um, reaction to all of this, which none of us expect because we're like, oh. I, I thought she was gonna yeah. do something, you know? I thought she was gonna, like, go crazy or whatever. But she was actually she was actually really nice about it. She <laughs> went back to her house, which she was... Her house in the countryside, which she was originally gonna sell. Because she wanted to get rid of it. And, but she was like, oh, like, this is your house now, mistress. Mm. Like, take it. Um, it's what... <laughs> Yeah, it's what it's what <laughs> this is your house mistress or whatever, <laughs> and it was just you know tender, you know a little. Yeah. No, I I think the mm-hmm. reason why I was so sort of taken aback by this mm-hmm. is because she has shown no emotion mm-hmm. for the entire film. Mm-hmm. We've seen her as like a blank slate of just face, and like completely removing herself from any sort of happiness that well no she has happiness mm-hmm. but it's like very you know what though surface level yeah so seeing her in this light is like low key mm, yes i agree un- but also very surprising. like even with this empathetic this huge empathetic gesture she has she doesn't show a lot of emotion she's literally just like oh she's like this house is for you <laughs> no, she doesn't. Just like take it. You want to yeah, be happy? I, no. Yeah, but definitely it was the vibe. This film it's very sweet. For. Like, yeah, I think it's just very stylized. It's supposed to be sort of um, mm. void of emotion. I would say because I think if it was super emotional, I think it would be kind of a lot mm. for the audience, especially with all the music and everything. But, you know, it's not what I'm used to seeing, and I'm open to it. That's what I'll say. And I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. Usually, I mm. don't. I would say I don't love, like, super slow movies. Because I'm like, you know what What my type is right now? Good time. L- yes. I've been... Yeah. What good See, time? Oh, yeah, good time it's a very it's a very like different good, very different movie from like, Good Time. Facts. It has <laughs> It was like exceptional. Exceptional time. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Okay, why was that actually like the best joke you made on this podcast so far? Uh, I love that. 
gosh. Oh. It's, it's fine. You're getting better. You're, That's rude it's, to it's all of journey. my other jokes. It's a journey for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank but, you. It's you showing, know, time, showing films just, improvement. Films like that, thrillers like that, Good Time, Drive, etc., etc. Nightcrawler is awful. People try to compare Nightcrawler to... To good time and drive. I, okay, I literally. Hate <laughs> I remember you said that. I you don't write you didn't long like reviews it. on Letterboxd, but I wrote like a fairly long review on Nightcrawler on why I did not like Nightcrawler. So I don't know if you're interested, go read it. But that was a bad movie. I like films really? that are super packed. Usually, super packed with. I think Good Time did a good job of balancing just all the action, but also kind of giving characters death and you know sometimes movies focus on just giving people giving Mm. people death and it's like not like there's a lot to the storyline death yep depth death i heard you say death but i know you said death there's just there's so many different types they're they're movies that give kind of just emotional storylines and they're movies that kind of have it all and i think i like sort of amalgamation big mm. word check mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah I hey, oh, lot, hey girl but, yeah, amalgamation like but yeah <laughs> that's me when i learned the word discrepancy i, I like I you can put it everywhere wow i'm like impressed with myself sometimes i'm like sir who who gave me the right? Who gave me the right to be so intelligent? You know, sometimes it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miriam Webster. Who? Uh, I know. Miriam who, Webster. I know who? who Miriam Webster is. Get it? <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Good. Love her. She's a good friend of mine. Just to let you know. Yeah. Okay, I want to say something about why we in. Okay, I think I also enjoy movies that are slightly more packed, but I haven't been watching many recently, so I can't really say anything mm. about that. But I think if I was in your situation, I think the reason why I would be enjoying sort of more action-packed films is because, like, right now, everything is so dull mm. and sort of. You don't want to have to use all of your extra you brain so right. power you to be so like just right. dis- like trying to pick out and deciphering mm-hmm. things with a film. You just want to have like an mm-hmm. joy, yeah. full experience that you can just get some. You can waste, not waste. Exactly you can have an enjoyable like two hours. Yeah, see, and, sometimes like, I think over the summer, you know, just oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my computer. My phone's about, about to die. die. Some, I feel like over the summer, I think what I definitely watch more of these, like, kind of oh. um, more artistic films, I would say. Because I didn't really have, like, a whole lot on my plate, mm-hmm. and I wasn't stressed about anything particularly. Um, but now that I have school and everything, I think I'm just looking yeah. for things to kind of wind down a little bit. And I like to have, you know, I want to have break. I want to have a break from real life. I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, be thinking, you know, about these sort of, like, really deep sort of life situations all the time. You know, I think these kind of movies are important, but also, you know, my brain can't handle them sometimes. And, mm. yeah. Peanut, just so you know that that was when I, I added a new recording. Okay, oh so. Gosh. Okay. Perfect. Wait, let me check the time on mine so I can see. 53.34. Let me write that down. But yes, honestly, you kind of said that perfectly. Like, that's exactly what I was, you know, my thoughts on just, like, Mm. you know, watching different kinds of films. There are different kinds for different times. And, like, right now, I've been so into... Okay, let's do a rating on this film first. Because, like, I feel like we kind of wrapped it up. Unless you got anything else um i was just trying to i'm the main things for me actually quick recap for me mm-hmm. main things for me were of how um julie as a character for me was both extremely relatable well not relatable but like so extremely likable at the same time not when did your husband die 
<laughs> I just didn't mean that like that. <laughs> no, like, at the same time, she's a very likable character, mm-hmm. but not to me. Mm-hmm. Like, she sort of ing- made me angry at times. Yeah, she um, is angry. She's angsty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I wouldn't say she's likable, but I don't think I... It's hard to say. I don't think... It's like you feel bad for being mean yeah, to her. Yeah, I feel bad for being mean like, to her, but also I think I'm, I'm like, watching this objectively, you know? Because I'm trying to get the yeah. full picture, and there are times when I empathize with her and other times when I'm like, you need... That's a little bit crazy. Mm. Like, when she tried to kill herself in the hospital, I didn't really know her yet, mm. but I was like, wow, that's that's a lot, you know? We didn't even touch on that. Yeah. But, you know, that's a part you'll see when you watch the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I think overall, I gave this, I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. Because I think it did a I'm lot going for, for a me. Full. It did a lot for me as a whole. Mm. Like, when I thought about it at the end, I don't know. I think I, I think I went into this with super <coughs> expectations. Because I thought it was going to be, like, the super slow movie. And, of course, it was, like... It was definitely kind of a slow, subtle movie, but I think all the different elements just sort of worked together so well, and I loved the way the shots panned out, and I kind of, I don't know, I felt sort of empathetic to her, I felt empathetic to characters like Lucille, and I just, I was really interested in the dynamic that they kind of created, and it's not something I've seen before. And it's also something, you know, those movies where you're just watching for the first time and you're like, I need to see this two times to, like, understand this. Really? True. That is true. Mm-hmm. This is a movie mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's going to be, like, a second watch sometime in the future for me to fully digest this. But for now, I think it was great. Maybe when you, maybe when you decide to go to Paris and get a bob, you should watch it again. Oh, my gosh. Facts. Yeah. Agreed. That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan for now. Get yeah. get a baguette. Um, on the Eiffel Tower. Sorry to our French listeners. We don't mean to be stereotypical. We don't. Oh, we yeah. don't stereo- We don't stereotype French people here. This is a French. Well, this is um. French safe safe French. Oh my god! Yes. Did I say? Did I mention that um, the trilogy is like based off of the colors of the French flag. Oh. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I thought it was just like random colors that they chose. No, but that yeah. kind of thing. And apparently, it's it's not patriot patriotical. Whatever. I can't say that word. Or political. Very much. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that sentence was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not patriotical or political. Very much. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is. It's not supposed to be a film that is extremely political or very um, patriarchal. It's just that the fact that the three colours um, sort of represent the motto of the French Revolution, I think, something like that. Mm. It was like liberty, something, something. Okay. <laughs> and blue was supposed to be liberty. Okay, but the f- I don't really see parallels with the French Revolution and... You know, what we saw okay. in this film. Right? Revolution may be the wrong word. I don't know. It may be the wrong word. It may be something else. Oh, French the French Revolution was like this whole like war or something. But I think I think I know yeah. what you meant. I think it, you meant French energy, you know. French energy. <laughs> Frenergy. Frenergy. French energy. I don't know. I don't know a better word for it. It's just like, I don't know, French no, vibes, I, I guess. Know you know, and also red, white, and blue are very universal colors and like flags everywhere, really. And it's like, they're good, they're good staple colors, I would say. You know, it would be kind of weird if they did like primary colors. Actually, I don't know. I really don't know what their choice is, no, but I should I would, probably search I would like up. that. Oh my gosh. They sh- if they did like yellow, pink, and. <laughs> Yellow would be nice, though. Like, Yellow could be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you're right. But that's an interesting little caveat you shared. I, You know what? I think we should search up more of these trivia things before doing our podcast, because they're always interesting. There's always something about the movie that is that will surprise you. That tickles you in a certain <laughs> way. 
did not. You did not. Again, I guess. I did. I, 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 I don't know. We have a comedian with us here. There's. Oh, yeah. That's true. Ben Schwartz, sorry. <laughs> ben Schwartz. Literally, Lizzie just plants just him in my head. Blow. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm oh, I'm never speaking about him again. But yes, that was about it on three colors blue. Um, I don't really have like a Q and. <laughs> I don't really have any like questions. No, well, it's fine. I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about like the fact that um I have not been watching many films recently and like therefore watching a film to me right now like watching Blue sort of felt like a huge task. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I I left it like I watched half of it one night and then I watched the half bit last night. Oh my god. So like there was like a huge lapse mm-hmm. between like the time that I watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just seemed like it's it's really sad because it seemed a bit like a chore. Yeah, I feel it's you not on a that. Chore. I feel you on that. Um for me also Stop. Stop. What? The way your face What's always on, blends Lizzie? in with the background. <gasps> oh my god. That was wild. Try to get into one of their faces. Um, for our I'm listeners, trying. if you, since you cannot see, she is changing her virtual background. But to get back on track, um, I agree. Yeah. It's kind of sad because I, you know, I enjoy watching films. Like, it's like a, it's always a nice sort of, um, what do I call it? Respite? Yeah, it's like a nice zen moment for me that I like to have um, during nights where I'm like free or I just want to relax. And, you know, yeah. given all the work that I had recently with school and stuff, like I definitely have time that I can pan out to watch it. But also with just knowing that I have to like dissect it as Stop! Stop! <laughs> what? Yes, Lindsay? Oh my god. You, what are you saying? I, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe I have to look at his face. I can't believe I have to look at him. <laughs> Hold up. I'm. Hold up. I'm, I'm fine. Like I love you. Slow down. You are fired from this up. podcast, sir. I am. Uh, ben, good night. Goodbye. Um, stop. Why does it look so real? It literally looks real. I'm like, I feel violated. It's just a blue share. I feel violated for him. This is so scary. It's so scary. It seems so real. Oh my god, Lizzie's shaking. Oh my gosh, Lizzie. She just stole your man. How do you feel about that? It's like, oh my gosh, you're like the mistress. From Three Colors Blue. Drawing conclusions. Bye, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Stop. Stop. Okay, well, I I guess I'll just have to go on like this. Okay, for our audience... Where I left off, films kind of, it like, I don't know. It's just, like, going into a film knowing that I have to, like, dissect it and also knowing that it's not, like, mm-hmm. a simple film that's, like, oh, like, you know, The yeah. Avengers, yeah. you know? It definitely is, like, a small the form Avengers? of commitment. Yeah, I said The Avengers. You know, The Avengers okay. is an amusement okay. park film. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't hear you. I shouldn't hear anyway, you anyway, I will say that this, say that this, this, this um, podcast, um, podcast was a bit harder, was a bit harder than the good time one. Because the good time one, we were just like, like, like fangirling. Agreed. Rob, if you hear this, you can take me, I guess, or the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. For the both of us. You know, we'll have you anytime. 
I have another pun mm. for a good time and Rob. Robert oh Pattinson. Robert. Because he was a bank <laughs> robber. It w- it's not that funny, but like. It's not funny. It's not funny. <sighs> yes. Yes. I'm in the study. I'm in the study. Don't come in. Don't come in. <laughs> Let's Vienna. figure Vienna. out how to get like a moving Ben. I'm broadcasting. I'm broadcasting. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, don't come in. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, well, that means I have to wrap up. Oh, well, we're close to being finished. Like, that's well, about it. Well, um. Well, for next week, we'll find something interesting. <laughs> my sister just said, "Is that Lizzie's crush?" crush? <laughs> <laughs> you have to copy scene. Yeah. Next yes. week, next week, you're you're, 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 in, you're in charge of finding, of finding it. it. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm Sorry. It, while movie, it was a good I movie, really I find the really sad ones, ones and like slow mm-hmm. ones. Maybe I might I might just pull up and get us to watch a Lego Movie or something. <laughs> Imagine, imagine the Lego movie, Sonic the Hedgehog, Uh, both of which Ben Schwartz were in. uh, Benny, 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 Benny. You know what? We might have a guest. Have you taken a nice picture of us? What? Oh my gosh, I will, right now. Beautiful. Oh, oh oh my gosh. Steamy, steam alert. Oh, stop! Why are you violating him? Literally, Ben, watch Ben file. Um, watch him sue us. Sue our podcast. The tension. The tension between you two. Why is my hand so white? Like a glove. It literally looks like a glove. Jesus. Hi everyone, Lindsay here. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of our beautiful podcast. Um, make sure to stay tuned.